Hello and welcome to Nobody's Coming to Fix You, a podcast for women, by women, talking all things life, empowerment and transformation. My name is Del Beer. I'm a businesswoman, sustainability advocate, industry leader in my field and have spent my whole career working in the fashion industry, working out what women actually want. I am the creator of the Sandsland Coaching and Transformation Programme and I am your host for this podcast. Joining me throughout the series will be lots of fabulous women and men too to talk about how we can share the best hacks to live our best lives. Welcome to another episode of Nobody's Coming to Fix You with me, Del Beer. In the next few weeks, we'll be having our first ever Santaland retreat in Suffolk. And I am so pleased that today, one of our team will be on the podcast to talk about health and well-being, one of our central pillars of Santaland. I'm joined today by Amy Cottrell, who is a registered nutritional therapist and health coach with a particular interest in women's health and all things hormone related. She is also our coach at Sandsland, where she tailors sessions to unique individual needs and creates a bespoke plan to support your busy lifestyle. She has a whole 360 approach to your health and well-being. So she doesn't just look at nutrition, but she also looks at other factors like sleep, stress, movement and other motivations, making sure that you establish positive long term habits. I love working with her because she supports women to become their own health advocates. And I'm so pleased that she is on this podcast today. Welcome to the podcast, Amy. Amy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Very excited to have you today. As you know, health and nutrition is one of our core pillars on Santalan, but we've kind of got to episode 11 and we still haven't got around to having a conversation about health and nutrition. So I'm so excited to have that today with you. I think that nutrition is such an important topic, especially at this time of year. We are all obsessed with the conversation around food and health and well-being, nutrition. And although we're obsessed about it, we often have quite an unstable relationship with it as well. So today what we wanted to do is really talk about your role as a nutritionist and what you focus on and how you can support people with their health well-being goals. So tell us, why is nutrition at the core of everything we do? Ultimately, nutrition can be really powerful in affecting like not only how we feel, but also our kind of energy levels, our hormonal health, our immune health. It can influence all these different things. And I think even small changes can make a huge difference. And I think a lot of people are realizing, you know, how important nutrition is. And um, obviously it has to work alongside other things. It can't just be nutrition in isolation. But if you really do want to sort of focus on improving your overall health and well-being, nutrition has to be looked at, it has to be addressed. But I think you can do it in a way that is um, enjoyable. I think at the end of the day, food does bring people together. So you ultimately, if you're making changes with your nutrition, it doesn't mean you have to like lose any enjoyment in enjoying food. I think it's just about reframing how you eat and what you eat. And like I said, keeping that enjoyment there as well. So yeah, nutrition is really powerful. And I think, you know, more and more people are realizing that now. Obviously, we're at the beginning of the new year and one of the key goals for many people is focused around diet and health. But often this goal is the one that fails first. Why is that? Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think I have definitely seen that happen in the past where I think we go into the new year with a lot of intentions, a lot of maybe too much pressure on ourselves to change too many different things. 
And quite often nutrition and exercise will come into play as, as in, you know, this is the year I'm going to get on top of my health. I'm going to get on top of my exercise, all of these things. I think with nutrition, it might be one of the things that falls off because we do have at our fingertips a lot of convenience when it comes to food. You know, like if we're starting, say, at the beginning of the year, we might have these good intentions to be like, well, I'm going to do so much more home cooking. I'm going to eat out less. I'm going to order things less. But then say work gets busy or something stressful comes up, we have suddenly less time available and we're like, well, I know that I can order off these apps or I can order something convenient for me just to get some food. I'm busy. I don't always have time. So I think ultimately, because it's at our fingertips, the convenience of it all is quite easy for us to sort of change our our mind and be like, well, I'm not going to cook today. I'm going to have something else instead. So I think the thing about nutrition is, and it's the same with like healthy eating, you know, it does take some kind of time dedication i'm not saying like hours and hours but you definitely have to be involved in the planning you have to think ahead and that can often be a key for you staying on track so i think yeah if some things get busy we put too much pressure on ourselves and then nutrition and the kind of choices we make there can easily slide off because we have other things available and i think in the way that for those people who have personal trainers they have that sense of accountability with a trainer the you know they might work with a trainer once a week and the rest of the time they're working out on their own but the trainer's kind of giving them guidance and direction it's quite similar i guess with the nutrition as well yeah absolutely i think yeah it's definitely a good comparison because i think you know ultimately you make a decision that you're going to make some changes but that you need someone's help to make those changes and you need that support along the way and when you kind of pay for a session say with a personal trainer or a nutritionist it's saying you know that you're investing in yourself ultimately so when you invest that money and you invest your time you're more likely to stick with it because you know say that session comes around on a thursday friday whatever it might be if it's something you said i'm going to do myself so i'm going to go for a walk or a run or I'm going to do some healthy cooking today. You know, ultimately, we only have ourselves to answer to. But when we're working with someone else, we're going to have them to sort of talk to, almost like answer to and accountable for, you know, saying, okay, what have you been able to achieve this week? What have you found challenging? And knowing that someone's there kind of along on your side, kind of supporting you through the journey, but also encouraging you to make those changes. And like I said, if you're going to invest money and time into something, you're going to want to make an effort. Definitely. And I think it's really interesting because I think the accountability part of it is the thing that impacted me the most, because obviously in the spirit of transparency, we worked together last year, which was, you know, how we got to know each other. And I think that was absolutely game changing for me because we just had six sessions. But in those sessions, I learned so much. I also knew that every single week that I'd have a call with you as well. So I think there was that kind of, I wouldn't say pressure, but there was that focus that I wanted to kind of, you know, keep up with what we've kind of committed to. But I think what's really interesting about working with the nutritionist, which often people miss, is that it's so much broader than somebody giving you a meal plan. And I think that was the big surprise for me. You focused really on my entire life. And every week we spoke about what was going on in my life and what challenges I had. And we talked so much about my sleep. I mean, that, I mean, it's a problem for me anyway, but we talked about that endlessly. And and I think that I felt that you were taking this overall holistic kind of like view on my health rather than just saying, this is what you should be eating. And that is, I think, something that's not fully understood by people. So tell us a bit more about the sort of like the what your real work is about. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. I think, yeah, because often if I get asked, what do I do? And then someone will say, oh, I think, oh, does a nutritionist mainly help with like meal plans and weight management? 
or losing weight, you know, can, do you work with losing weight? And often I have to explain, you know, quite a lot of my work actually involves working with women, for example, who are experiencing hormonal kind of problems or symptoms or people with certain health conditions where they're wanting to sort of look at their lifestyle and the nutrition in ways to support them. So I think there's a lot more to nutrition than, yeah, meets the eye, like on paper, you think oh, it's, it's going to be about someone telling me to eat this and not eat that. But the truth is, it's about me diving into that individual case, an individual person, and looking back and seeing what has actually contributed to where they are today. And that does involve looking at more than nutrition. It does involve more than, you know, food and what they're eating every day. It also involves what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, what kind of stress they're under, like you mentioned, sleep as well, which plays obviously an integral part in our health and well-being. And then, you know, it's about kind of investigating what might be going on as well. So we might do some testing. There's also some blood testing, for example, or alternative testing, what have you. So it's about kind of diving into each individual case and actually finding out what might be going on in order to make decisions of what kind of nutrition might be suitable, what kind of supplementation, if applicable, might be suitable. And also, like we said, the lifestyle elements. And it's about kind of, you know, that holistic approach in the sense that you can't just look at one area. You definitely have to incorporate all of them in order to get the maximum benefits. You also work with a lot of hormone testing as well. So I remember when uh, Julia Bradbury did her documentary, she talked about the Dutch test. And then when I met you, you also mentioned that that was something that you did. And we actually did the Dutch test for me. And I was really surprised at the results of that Dutch test because I also think that one of the things that we often do is we make assumptions about what could be the problem. You know, we, we like for me, I always had quite a busy, stressy life and probably I always thought, oh, my cortisol is probably too high and that's why I can't sleep, end of. But actually the reality was slightly more nuanced than that and there were other factors at play which yeah. kind of came out. And I think that that's what's really interesting as well because as brilliant as the NHS is, they don't have the resources and the the, the bandwidth to kind of go into hormone tests, etc. And I think that mm-hmm. just being able to look at a much broader picture around your health, which goes beyond those obvious sort of metrics they, that the GPs will look at, which will be like your blood pressure and your blood sugar and things like that, to start looking at your hormone levels and everything. I think it's really insightful. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You want to get that bigger picture. And I think, you know, like you said, there's, you know, the NHS, obviously, it has a huge place in our lives in terms of, you know, doctors, we need them. And, and, you know, often I work alongside them in the sense that I'm working with my clients, and they're still obviously seeing their doctor as well. So I think I'm seeing more and more GPs open to the idea of this holistic approach. But some of the other testing, obviously, yeah, it doesn't come into their budget, it doesn't come into their kind of guidelines that they're given for certain conditions or certain symptoms and what have you. And again, you don't get as much time with your GP as you might get with, if you you know work with a nutritionist, you're actually going to get a lot of one-to-one time. And we just don't get that from our doctors. So it must be hard for them to get like a really good overview of each individual person in the short amount of time that they actually get to see them and speak to them. So I think having someone who you can talk to and then obviously do more investigating some more complicated tests and what have you, it can really dive a lot deeper. And I think it's particularly important if there are hormonal things going on or if we're in different stages of our lives that we want to do some investigations, that there are definitely options open for that. And like you said, it really does reveal a lot of information which you might not have thought might be the case. You you know, you can speculate, but until you see the test results, you don't know for sure. So it's always that kind of feeling of, you know, you test and don't guess. And then in that sense, you can really tailor the nutrition kind of and the lifestyle kind of path accordingly for that person instead of guessing at what might be good. 
Because I think that the whole area around hormonal changes, that's just something that isn't really within the sort of the remit of the GPs. I mean, they'll focus on like menopause, they'll focus on maybe HRT, but I don't think it extends much beyond that, right? No, not hugely. And I think there is definitely more awareness now. I feel like there's more support available, but I still think there is a limit on how much support you can sometimes get. And yeah, it's definitely better than it was though. I really do think that, but especially with perimenopause and menopause, I think there's so much more awareness now And I always encourage people to talk to their GP, like if they're noticing something's different and to really be their own health advocate, essentially. So if they know that something doesn't feel right to always talk to somebody. And I think, you know, even if we live in a busy, stressful world where we're often feeling, say, tired, but it doesn't have to be that that's like the norm, like there may be something else going on as well. So I think if there's any kind of feelings of something changing, I think it's always best to go to your GP and at least talk to them and just see what they can offer you. And then obviously you can always look into alternative ways as well to support your health, like working with a nutritionist, like supporting your health with, you know, a personal trainer, whatever it might be, whatever kind of goals you might have. But I think ultimately it's like about having a team who kind of support you and like, you know, in different elements of your life, essentially, to get you where you want to be. And I think we've got to get more comfortable with that. I don't think that in this country we are that comfortable with having a team of people to help us and support us. You know, we might have a cleaner, we might have a personal trainer, it kind of stops there. But actually, I think it's um, invaluable. And you talk a lot about people becoming their own health advocates. And I think Mm -hmm. that is so powerful, because I think we've always kind of delegated that responsibility to the NHS. We're sick, oh, we need to go to the doctor, and he needs to fix it for me. But we don't own that responsibility ourselves. And I think there's so much more that we can investigate, learn, Mm -hmm. and respond to without actually involving GPs. Yeah, definitely. And I think they're, they are more aware of, you know, the influence of lifestyle and nutrition as well, I think. But they're still kind of obviously restricted into certain, again, guidelines and things that they're following. But I think, you know, it's a lot more about thinking about how can we prevent things from happening as opposed to doctors treating them once they've happened, you know. So it's about kind of, you know, giving people the knowledge now to really make those changes, which will really protect their future health, not only current health, but future health. And I think the more prevention we have in place, the less pressure there'll be on the NHS then, because they're reacting, obviously, to things that have already developed, some of which may be as a result of poor diet or or poor lifestyle like choices. So I think it is about education. And we are learning, like you said, to become their own health advocates. And for me, that's very important as well, because I went through like, basically, I ended up in nutrition, practicing nutrition because of my own health problems, and particularly in relation to my thyroid. And I had really bad symptoms, I really struggled with it. And I just went to my doctor straight away and assumed that the the fix was going to be some kind of medication and then I would be fine. And that was the kind of solution and off I go. And I think when I look back on it now, I'm always like, wow, if I knew what I knew now, I would definitely approach it in a completely different way. And I think being able to, me being able to help others and see it that way too, is important to me. And it's kind of like, that's what's led into my passion with nutrition is that I was at that point where I didn't really, I, I trusted the doctors, obviously, and I think you have you have to trust what they say, but I definitely didn't feel equipped with anything in my, I didn't think my diet and, and my lifestyle was anything to do with my thyroid problem, but the truth is it was playing a role, but obviously the GP wouldn't identify that. I didn't identify that until many years later. So I think it is about that education and awareness, and I'm, I think it's increasing all the time, but that's why... I'm so passionate about other people taking control of their own health as well, because I definitely have now, but there was a point where I maybe I didn't because I didn't know how to. So, 
I think what's also very interesting, and I think it's where at Sandsland we're very aligned with you when I first met you, is that everything at Sandsland is always about taking very small, steady, sustainable steps to ultimate progress that will last for a long time. And that's very much how you operate as well. And I think that every week we work together, you know, you would always give me like little snackable things, (laughs) little little things to kind of like work on. And it never felt like, oh, I've just had a session with Amy and now she's making me do all of these things. It were always small things. And I feel like as a result of that, that stayed with me for quite a long time, like at least the best part of six months now. And although I definitely fell off the wagon at Christmas and, you know, New Year's and it's my birthday. But I think that for me, even in the first sort of weeks back in January, I found it quite easy to kind of start picking up where I started early on in the year. So I think that that is also very interesting that you have this very sort of slow but steady and sustained approach to changing sort of rewiring people's brains when it comes to nutrition yeah i think it's so important to really break things down and almost sometimes simplify them to the extent that you might think oh that's almost too easy to do is is it only that one thing that i'm going to focus on for the next week or something but the truth is when we break things down and it becomes so much less overwhelming and i'm sure everyone can relate that when when we have a lot of things going on and we're say being given things to do and there's more adding on to our to-do list the overwhelm creeps in and then we end up in a point where we're like frozen and we don't know where to start. It's like, it's easier if I just pretend then it's not there at all because, you know, there's just no way I, I don't know how to dive in and where to start. And I think in my nutrition kind of programs, it's the whole idea is that we take one or two things to focus on. We get them right once they're kind of integrated and you're happy with them and they fit into your life. Then we kind of layer on another thing and we layer on. And before you know it, after several weeks, you know, you have layered on various different habits and changes. And during that time, you say, notice a difference. You start to feel better. Maybe you get a bit more energy. That energy will then feed into making additional changes. So I think it's very much about this, yeah, gradual approach removing some of the overwhelm and also being kind to yourself if things don't always go according to plan if there's some weeks where things just don't work out you can come back to it the following week it's kind of like you said over christmas like it's important in life to have this balance you enjoy christmas you enjoy birthdays and social gatherings but it's about what you're doing the majority of the time and what choices you make most of the time that you're working on nutrition and your health and those times where you slip off or you you don't necessarily focus on it that's not going to make a huge difference it's going to be what you do most of your time and if they are little habits that are instilled then you will be able to just like almost not think about them anymore it just happens and I think getting my clients to that point is one of the most rewarding things because then you know that when you stop working together that they'll go off and they'll be able to implement those things and also share that information with those around them as well so I think it's yeah it's all about little changes over a longer period of time. And tell me how do you stay healthy as a nutritionist? For me, it's very much instilled in my mind now, I think, because for me, when I made changes to my nutrition and my lifestyle, I really noticed positive improvements on how I felt, particularly in relation to the thyroid condition and the symptoms I was experiencing. So with health, I think it's one of those things that until something goes wrong, you don't really pay attention to how you, you know, you just take it for granted that it's there. And if something happens and something changes, you really then place a different value on it. And I think for me, when I notice how much better I feel, I know that the choices I'm making make me feel my best. 
And it's about how feeling my best then also obviously serves me in my life and how I can give energy into different areas of my life and what things I want to do for myself as well. So I think it's very important to, if you're going to make changes, it's almost like you have to have some kind of reason to do it. It's not just, you know, I want to get healthy. It has to be something so much bigger than that. Like, so you want to get healthy, but what will that mean for you? That will mean, for example, I will have more energy to play with my children. I will have more energy to get on top of some of the things I've been meaning to do for a while. Like having that kind of outcome gives you the motivation to keep going. And I think that's how it works with me in keeping healthy is not only do I like having a balanced life in the sense that, of course, I like to enjoy things, you know, I'm not perfect by any means, but it's about having choices that do serve me for most of the time to make me feel my best. And often that's enough motivation for me to keep going. And I think I've got to the point as well, like where, you know, I just enjoy healthy, simple food. And it just feels nourishing to me. And when I don't necessarily have that, especially for a couple of days at a time, I don't feel at my best, my energy dips. So it is very easy for me to like bear that in mind in my life day to day, because I know the power of like nutrition and focusing on your lifestyle can really just change things completely. So I think that's how I keep healthy. Thank you for that answer. There's just one thing I'd like to ask you before you go. And it's something that we ask all our guests on the podcast, Sansalan means balance in Hindi and you have a very busy life how do you get balance in your life yeah that's such a good question I think it's something I'm often working towards I mean it doesn't always happen I think some weeks I have those weeks where I feel like I've got a really good balance of everything and then other weeks not so much and I think that is part of being a human right but then at the same time I think for me personally when I'm thinking about balance I'm thinking about having that work-life balance is very important and it's just we often get wrapped up in this kind of like daily work daily grind almost that sometimes our downtime is neglected a little bit and I think as well for me like I love social things I love meeting up with friends but I also like having some time to myself just to like process what's going on and just to have some time out so I think for me personally balance means having that time to myself and also having the ability to say no to things sometimes and I think that's totally fine just to protect your own kind of what you need basically so I think it's like for me it's being aware of what I need to feel good and sometimes that might be saying no to something and I think as well with balance when it comes to food I think is so important as well so that we can enjoy being healthy but we can also enjoy the treats as well so I think balance can definitely for me can mean so many different things but I definitely think I often am working towards that myself and I think yeah we all are but I think it's definitely a good thing to strive for. Amazing. Thank you so much, Amy. I am so excited to be going to the retreat with you on the 2nd to the 5th of February, where people attending the retreat will be able to enjoy your insights and get to meet you. So I'm looking forward to seeing you there. And I'm also looking forward to starting up my own relationship with you again as my nutritionist, because I think that we did such great work last year. And I'm actually looking forward to picking it up again this year and going like a few steps further. Yeah, definitely. I think that's another key point just to add there is that, yeah, quite often my clients might finish a program, but they might come back every couple of months, have a check in, reassess. Things change, you know, I think over time, life changes, hormones change, all of that kind of stuff. So it's always good to stay in touch with my clients and support them on an ongoing basis wherever it's needed. And I think even if it's not like on a weekly basis anymore, but no, I'm super excited to come to the retreat. And I think it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a great event. So thank you for inviting me. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Amy Cottrell, a fantastic health and well-being nutritionist. She illustrates that nutritionists don't just focus on diet plans, but take a very holistic approach to your body, your environment and your lifestyle. 
Everything they do is tailored around your personal requirements, often creating better results than the latest TikTok fad diet that everyone's jumping on. I really enjoyed my time with her last year, and more importantly, it rewired my brain in many ways when it comes to my approach to nutrition, and I'm still seeing and feeling the benefits of that. If you'd like to meet Amy and have a one-on-one -on -one consultation with her, come and join us at the next Sansland Retreat on the 2nd of February in Suffolk, where you can meet expert coaches to talk to you about health, well-being, business, career, relationships, and building your personal brand in 2024. Thanks very much. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Nobody's Coming to Fix You. I hope you've enjoyed it. Please follow us and subscribe for future episodes. If you have any questions about the content of this show, all the details will be in the show notes. You can also reach out to us on Instagram and TikTok at Santaland Coaching. Nobody's Coming to Fix You is brought to you by Santaland, a 12-month coaching and transformation program for women. To learn more, please go to www.santaland.com. I'm your host, Albia. Until next time, stay well.